What's up, motherfucker? What's going on, brother? Hey, Kelso. You know Tim's always in the building with Ooh, us. What's up? Kelso, man, look, I've been trying to get you out here for a hot minute. And he's been rocking and rolling on tour. Dude, we have hella history. It's fun. We've had a lot of fun throughout these years. It has. Yeah, we've got some uh, some good stories and some great <laughs> stories. Uh, I will agree with that 100%. Hell yeah, dude. How is tour, though? I mean, I've seen that. It was great for you. Um, yeah, I've always loved being out on the road. I'm off the road again um, due to, you know, things happen sometimes. Hey, people um, places things. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but no, it was great. I was out with the uh, content violation tour with TikTok, and uh, that was amazing. They're selling out every single venue they go to, uh, and they're great guys. Hell yeah. No, I can fuck with that. See, last time, you see, as long as I've ever known you've been on tour doing something. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about grind mode yep. every time. Like, we was down in Florida. That was fucking fun. Listen, yeah. Florida's a whole nother story, bro. Like, that's the beginning of a story and the ending of a story all along. Oh, around. my goodness. Am I even allowed in the state of Florida anymore? I don't, I don't know. know. Fuck Florida. I don't think I've been to well, I've been I to love Florida, since. but their judicial system just sucks. But no, we've had a lot of fun in there. Uh, Dave and Buster's, you know what I'm saying? We paid uh, for remember, somebody's college. I remember well, we did we did pay for someone's college that <laughs> night. Uh, the, uh, what was it? The coffee house you had with the sharks inside. Dude, that was the business. That, that was, was off the chain, dude. I loved it. And see, I got the... Do you see I kind of got the same flow here? Instead of doing Caribbean Blue, I did Lava. Now, you're saying as though I'm colorblind as shit. Um, yes, I'm going to say okay, yes so to your, your question. Yeah, I have no fucking idea what <laughs> color that's for. It looks Caribbean well, blue, Well, this though. gray matching this gray looks really Yeah, it's a, it's a great gray. gray, great content. <laughs> it's yeah, a really I'll good gray. I'll give that really. good content. Dude, have you seen those glasses that they have? The colorblind glasses? Yeah. I don't think they work for me. At least the ones that they came out with at one point don't work for me. So I have what's like, I guess it's bull-eyed cool, uh, colorblindness. I can see red, which is funny if you know me that well. Yeah, enough. Was, but I can see red. Shit. And that's about it. Wow. Uh, everything else I can tell by shades of, you know, gray. But see, that explains a lot. That explains a lot. Because I see this. Like, ah, shit. Hey, you gonna pop the fuck off? Yes. Ah, he's seeing red. I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh. Listen, I used to. That, that's the thing, man. And here's the great thing about knowing each other for a long time is when you met me, I was that wild and crazy and did not give a shit about anything but what was going on right there at the time, you know. And as you grow up and you fuck up. And I did royally, you know, you have to grow up and be like, wow, I can't live that reckless anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think the older I get, the more I realize I'm still the inner me. And if you want to fuck around and find out, you can. But I would rather hug you and let you know that everything's going to be good. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So what was that turning point, though? Like, I know you like... The handcuffs on my wrist? Yeah, but I mean, I've been handcuffed many times. It, no, it took me a second to get listen, it. Listen, I'm going to tell you exactly what it was. My wife is amazing. Okay. Shout out and, to the wife. Yeah, shout out to my wife. She's amazing, and she puts up with a lot of shit, right? When they put those handcuffs on me, I knew what was in my car. You know what I mean? And yeah. I knew that there was no way I wasn't going to prison. Like yeah. that, that, at that at that point, right? And so it was like, I never want to look at that look I saw on my wife's face again. When we looked at each other, I never want to see that again. I know that makes perfect sense because I feel that one hundred percent. And that was with my children. This last one, mm -hmm. and I seen my wife. Now, we're married. Shout out. Shout out to the wife. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And uh, she held me down. She rocked Run, run fast. Run, run fast. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, my mom tells her that all the time. She's like, look, go. Here's your chance. Go. No, I mean, listen, your wife's like mine. I mean, they put up with some, some stuff. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, for man, real. I put mine through the ringer, man. 
I tell everybody all the time, if you don't have a strong woman or partner, whatever that situation might be behind you, you'll never make it in this world. I promise you, and they have to be fully supportive. Of what Not if you have, have the side piece every once so I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. There's going to be a murder on a show. Hey, our ratings is going to go up. Up, uh, straight up. <laughs> listen, oh, there you go. She threw something at me. See, y'all didn't even see that, but y'all. I felt it. Yeah, you felt it. Hell yeah. No, and I think having that family support is a huge thing. Um, one of the biggest things we want to do here is we want to get people that don't have these opportunities and try to build them. That's right. what the mechanic shop is for. So we want to have people that don't have nothing. They're getting out to the only thing they they went to jail for a drug habit. Right. Now, you know, we were talking about um, how how it's in bulk and mm -hmm. on how on how frames are, mm -hmm. on how much that weighs is how much time you're gonna get. Correct. And see I don't know, see it, we're not video. If a motherfucker sees how big you are, they know that you don't just, oh yeah, them two shots, yeah, that, I know I need about both those bottles right there and I'm gonna get a head change, you know? So, so, but that's the difference, you know? I like to buy my weed by the pound because right. I would prefer to spend 500 bucks and not have to spend it for the next three months. Right. But you're gonna go to prison over that. Yeah, I like my cigarettes, and I will buy them by the carton uh, or by the case. That's what I'm saying, uh, you buy them by the carton. Yeah, that's, if I can go to Kentucky, Here's a, little, here's a little analogy for you. If I can go to Kentucky and I can get me a case of cartons of cigarettes, because there's no limit, right? And I can get those each carton for $14 a piece, right? But I got to drive 200 miles to get it. I'm going to drive that 200 miles because the money I'm going to save on that bulk order right there right. Is, is, is enough for a profit. And I can come back if I want to and slide my homeboys a couple packs, right? Yep. Same idea in any other line of you go the one way or the Y or the other. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And I'm a hustler. I know you are too. Hustle yeah. is in your vein. It doesn't matter how many times somebody tries to tear you down or throw your ass out in the gutter or you trip and throw your own ass out in the gutter. You yeah. know what I mean? Fuck off the money. Whatever. Oh, shit. There's a thousand different ways. But Listen, yeah. you know, I've, I told my wife, I said, I've easily made my first million before. I was 25 years old. And there's no lot of that. Now, how, how I did or where it went, I do not fucking know. I promise you. I couldn't tell you any of that. But the truth is, is that's, that's what it was. So why I didn't stop then, I don't know. But I didn't. It's just like you go to the gambling, you go to the casino, right? We're shooting craps, I'm up $1,000, maybe $1,500. You're tapping me on the shoulder, hey, let's go. Hell no, I got $1,500 to play with. Yeah. That's my problem. Yep, and see, that's, and but that goes into a lot of shit. So uh, Tennessee decriminalized like under a half ounce or you get like a $50 fine or something like yeah. that. Okay, so where can I buy that at? If it's decriminalized, I'm allowed to have it. I'm not technically allowed to have it. It's just not a crime to have it. Well, but I mean, the thing is, is if I have to go all the way to this place or to this place to get it, and I drive back, number one, I just broke like seven fucking laws. Correct. That was a prison term sentence. Right, interstate. And interstate. So you're going fed. No, and even if it's for a year, you know people lose their entire life over 30 days in jail. Yeah, Look, absolutely. if you go to jail for 30 days and you have a regular job, you know what I'm saying? You're fired. You're fucking fired. Oh, for and sure. And now you got a felony on your record. Rather than just even probation. Your bills ain't paid. Now you got a felony on your record and you're fucking hit. Well, that goes for all nonviolent felonies, in my opinion. Yes. I think when you start, I mean, I think there should be consequences for actions. Do not think for a second that I don't think that I deserve my consequences and that I don't deserve to fulfill those consequences because as 100%. a man, you stand behind what you do, right? 100%. But on the same note, when you're taking men, fathers, and I'm going to specifically talk about the men because I think that's the, the overwhelming uh, problem. 
whether it's in the inner city or whether it's in you know suburbia, but more in the inner city. Let's be yes. very honest. Yes. It's a socioeconomical issue, right? Yes. And so when you start doing that and you make laws that permanently damage good Americans and you take the ability away from them to progress their family, that's tragic. And I think that happens across the board. It doesn't happen in rich America. It doesn't. And if it does, they have a lawyer that's wealthy enough and they have enough money to spend their way out of it. And here's the problem. The ones that are getting out of it or getting attorney or getting a good attorney and are from the streets is because they're having to go back to the streets to make that money for that attorney. So how good is the fucking attorney for taking dope money? I'm not trying to disrespect no, those that true. do no, it. No, that is true. No, I, I mean, that is the truth. But I mean, you have no problem taking $100,000 worth of dope money to go fight for a case on a guy and you're slipping half of it to a judge or whatever. I'm just saying, at the end of the day, money talks. So you're just perpetuating the cycle. When does that shit stop? And the drugs ain't never gonna stop. Let's be very clear about something. Where there's a, a want, there's gonna be a supply. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But I've always been of the mentality, let's do it like, like, Natural selection. I'm sorry that sounds what it is, and that's going to be taken out of context, I'm sure. But if you want to do drugs, do drugs. If you don't, don't. But at least make it safe for people to do it. You know what I mean? Well, okay. So, like Sweden, Sweden or something. For is that mm-hmm. they they legalized it across mm-hmm. the board, right? And their deaths are down. Uh, everything that they have is down. But what I like about Sweden is they do sharecropping, right. but in a better community way. So they have their whole neighborhoods to where, hey, you grow potatoes, I'll grow tomatoes, and Correct. you grow corn, and then, you trade and then we all trade. Right. So their economy is so fucking good because they have better quality individuals. What's we have so many people right now. I don't. That's a good question. How's uh, Oregon? Oregon doing so that? every person that I talk to in Oregon is like happy about it, but at the same time they're just like, all right, fuck it. All right, so they have places that you can go in. And they have facilities that you can go in and you can shoot your dope, mm-hmm. and you'll have a clean. You have needle, a nurse, yeah. And you'll have like a nurse there, and like you can just go in there and shoot your dope and leave. You they get also, sixty they minutes. They also test the dope. Yeah, they do. They'll test the dope when it when it gets. Is that there. what they do? Yeah, and the thing is, is, people say, well, that costs so much money to the government, and no, it's it's independent. How much is funded. a thing of Narcan? Uh, I don't know. They give it away free now. Expensive as fuck. How much? So, but you got to figure, uh, it is smart, and nowadays, especially if you or a first responder of any kind to have Narcan in your vehicle. Yeah, and no, it will save lives. We used it. I know, I know many people that have died in just the past two years. Oh. That if there was Narcan around, you know, that they would have lived. Yeah, um, but four or five people that have died with heroin, heroin but here's yeah. the here's the thing. It's not even the heroin anymore, brother. It's, it's they're the putting it in, they're putting the, the fentanyl, fentanyl in yeah. dope. They're putting it. When yeah. I say dope, man, I mean two things, and this is crazy. But growing up, dope to me was uh, was weed. You know what I mean? Well, when see, I was a kid, it was weed. Right. And, and now it's the, the age gap. Then it went to, my mom used to call it dope, and I'm like, Mom, this is fucking pot. No, you calling it dope? This ain't dope. Because dope. dope to me is meth, crack, crack, heroin. You How know, old are you again? Shit, 33. Oh, okay. Yes, <laughs> uh, 37, 38? He looks at 36. his wife. I'm 40. 30-something? I'm 30-something. Yeah. Listen, I'm... I'm like the top of the... You're how old? 42. Jesus, AARP is going to be calling you soon. Hey! Hey! hey. <laughs> I'm not gonna start roasting because I'm probably gonna get burned down here. <laughs> we talking about listen. Oh no, we got the fuzzy hole right up the road. Oh no, we, we can do this. <laughs> um, no, it's funny you were talking about uh, Oregon. Auntie Wiggs, which is someone who I follow on on TikTok, is amazing. She's got I don't know, 700, 800 thousand followers, but 
Uh, she's out there in or, uh, Portland, Oregon. Okay. Same same area. Same. Yeah. Okay. I'm not doing good with geometrics. Hey, shout out Donovan Hayes. Mm. Yes. There My you go. Oregon guy. Did I say geometrics? What the fuck? Geometrics. Is that? Geometrics. Yeah. Geometrics. 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 Thank I you. Study. I couldn't of say the word. The land. <laughs> <laughs> it's that place and thing that the geo thing. Hell yeah. Um, but um, she loves it out there. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? She Oregon's absolutely beautiful. loves it out there. I'm I don't know. Northern California. It's like Southern Oregon. It's amazing. I want to go. I just haven't been yet. Oh yeah, you gotta go, dude. No, so that's pretty cool though, huh? Ooh. Our little setup. We just we just come in, chop the bobo, and cut it's up really relaxing in here. No, you know what though? I I find this to be very therapeutic. You know, and I know you can relate because um, I get I get like people come in. I just did a show with Miami, and you know he just he just did a bid, and he came out. And we got to talk about mentorship and opportunities and like what people offer and like going to certain things. Um, you get a sense of relief when you can tell your story and like, you know, a lot of people like, especially in your position, you have a lot of eyes on you at all times. Every single little thing that you do gets critiqued. I right. mean, shit that you don't even do gets critiqued. I mean, Correct. there's fucking comments out there that I'm like, <laughs> seriously? Uh, like some dude just got done giving a dude a blowjob wrote that. Like, <laughs> I, I don't even understand it. Like you literally typed that. Okay, but anyways, but like, so so when, when you can come on to a, a platform and you know I get a lot of artists to do this I gotta ask you about your music and I'm like where were you at when you wrote that and this and that and they can actually explain it and a lot of people get so much relief by talking and just right. you know it's like a it's like an outlaw motherfucking therapy session you know what I'm saying understood but so I love doing it I think it's cool as shit dude that's the reason why I was like dude please come on up so listen, um, music for me has always been about background thing. Um, as far as me in the background, uh, as far as as me being being uh, front stage, that's that's still to be seen. I think we've had some conversations, and I think we're going to continue to have some conversations. And I know my fan base has really, really been wanting me to get on uh, on some music. Uh, here's the thing: like I enjoy the protection side of things. Okay, I've been blessed enough to to work uh, with some amazing uh, artists. In, in both country rap, if you want to call it, uh, country and hip hop all together. Yeah. And here's the thing, man. My story is a little bit different. I grew up poor. You know what I'm saying? My dad was a teacher. My mom worked for the government. My dad was a uh, preacher too. And so I grew up with that uh, that hard hand, soft ass type mentality. Yeah. Yeah. And then of course I went downhill from there because I chose my own path in life. You know what I mean? And and I guess what I'm saying is everybody has a mountain right and your mountain is your life once you get to the peak of your mountain you can now relax for me i haven't found that peak yet you know what i mean yeah. for me i'm still searching for that peak yeah. but i'll tell you what i have found that motherfucking crater down there at the bottom that'll catch you when you fall hell i yeah. found that one hell yeah you know That's a couple things. Too. And, yeah. and i'm gonna keep climbing and there's gonna be times that i mess up yeah right i tell everybody the time i'm a professional fuck up that's just what it is. I'm just professional at it. If I can mess it up, I'm gonna mess it up at least once. But I'll tell you what I'm not gonna do. It's I'm not gonna mess twice. it up twice. Yeah, I ain't gonna You know what I mean? Twice. So that's- Well, see, uh, for me, I think that comes a lot with maturity, you mm -hmm. know, and that comes with age. And, and the, one of the biggest things is, I, I have always jumped head first into anything that I do. Right. And people are like, damn, I didn't know you did that. And I'm like, I didn't know I did it either. <laughs> no, I'm doing it, you know. Um, Grab it by the balls and run with he's it. He's an amazing mechanic. I love cars forever. I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna build a truck. Started building a truck. How much shit did I fuck up? Y'all <laughs> uh, want to point out how quiet this guy is? We need him to. I can't. I, just, I can't do this I'm quiet thing, man. Oh, no, he's plotting. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's exactly blind against me over there. I keep looking. <laughs> uh, David, David J. You know David J. Well, that's a shout out, David J. Hey, shout out, White Gold. Hey, my dog, man. Hey. He calls him Silent Tim. Yo, let me tell you a story about White Gold. White Gold came and performed at the first show I put together in 2018 or 17 um, at a venue in Hendersonville, Tennessee. And it's funny enough, J.J. Hardest is the one that, that, that kind of hooked me up. Shout out, J.J. Hardest. Shout out to my guy. <laughs> my motherfucking guy. I love that guy. He's full of shit. Uh, so I hit up, I hit up uh, White Gold on the phone, and I was like, hey, you want to come do this show for me? He's like, who are you again? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, man, just name your price. I just, you know, I'm a fan. You yeah. know what I mean? But even more, I'd love for you to come up. And if I told y'all how much this man charged me, to come up with nothing like like when I tell y'all in comparison to drop and he was on his yeah. way up to uh, the surprise marriage of Lil White yeah I believe that's when it was uh, yeah. and uh, so he kind of maybe it was maybe it wasn't maybe it was I don't know it was it was something that was going on over three six months yeah. yeah they're super super close yeah and uh, so anyway he stopped in between and that's what it was it was the wedding because he almost missed the show and I remember being on the phone with him he's like bro I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make it I said listen man. <laughs> I don't think you understand. <laughs> I'm going to need you to figure a way to come back. And graciously, he did. You know what I mean? Yeah. He made it in time and yeah. tore the house down. But he's a good dude. dude real he's good a dude. really good dude. He's super humble. Yeah. yeah, yeah he's laid back. So, so when he came out, um, we pulled all the exotics. Right. Tim and all the killer dudes. So, Tim, you know, he's the DD. You know, he ain't drinking. White Gold killed the whole bottle of the SOP. Brown. Not shocking. We're, no, we're getting it. <laughs> right. Look at Look how much left of that crack and creek. That's what I drank, that creek water. That Shout creek water, water, listen, that creek water is stout. Oh, my gosh. So, listen, I'm, I was yelling out the passenger seat in the back of my truck halfway through the night. And, uh, no, but, so, we, uh, we fucking, we fired that exotic. like driving a short bus that night. Oh, yeah, it was driving a short oh, bus. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah, yeah. it was a whole full of retards. We're all Bro, I don't even listen. I don't even. Uh, I, I, don't, I feel bad for you, actually. Hey, thank you. I know that feeling. Thank I've been there and done that. Yeah, hell yeah. Alex had to do it for us. Tried, to, <laughs> tried, tried doing it for forty-one days in a row. Oh wow. Oh hell. You that's know like, what I mean? That's like a full-time job. Or something. Nah, a full-time for real. job. What? <laughs> a full-time Overtime. job. That's a listen. If you think that's a full-time, give me that's two jobs, a yeah. part-time, and twenty hours a day overtime. <laughs> Hey, he'll call me is. when everybody passed out and shit and be like, look, hey, what's up, bro? Yeah, this is what hey, I got going on. Yep. Everybody finally, <laughs> I finally. got seven hours more to go, you free? I'm yeah. like, I can't hear what you're saying. I'm mowing the yard. I'll start that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm driving down the road because at the time, I know what tour he's talking about. I won't mention the tour, but uh, I was driving uh, part of that tour on a, in a bus. I was driving the bus or a van, whatever you want to call it. And those were some long, 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 Day, like so, yeah, they would pass like, out, right? Oh, and I'm just, and that's the that's the one yeah. that got me. I don't I don't know the whole story. I don't know what happened. Uh -huh. I'd like to, uh -huh. um, but I know that you're going your own way. Yes. On this, and you know I'm game. You know yeah. I got I, I know people, and I know you know a lot of people. Yes. We could totally pop off. But what the fuck happened? <laughs> <laughs> like what? What? How did we get to here? <laughs> okay. Well, let me just say this first and foremost. I <laughs> um, I do have a, an, an NDA, okay? So I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be able to speak on much. But, yeah, I said that real loud. What up? Shout out to Mikey. Uh, so anyway, listen. Sometimes in life, you have to know when a white flag is necessary. Even if you're not at fault, you have to know that it's time to back up before you lose yourself. 
right? Yeah, that's true. And the one thing about this internet world that a lot of people don't understand is it can get really, really, really painful. The things that people say, I don't care how hard-skinned you are, it doesn't matter. Eventually, you hear the same thing over and over again. You start to believe that shit. Or get pissed off about it. Or get, yeah, and I'm a, I'm a fighter. You know this. Yeah. I'd much rather come face-to-face with you and let's have a conversation. Yeah. We can shake it out or bake it out. One of the two, we're going to, you know what I'm saying? That's what it's going to be. That's exactly what it's going to be. And, uh, you know... <sighs> I decided that I was gonna keep my integrity in the situation. My word means everything to me. Loyalty means everything to me. My entire base on TikTok and on Instagram knows that loyalty is my number one rule. Don't come at me with anything else, anything less, right? Yeah. So if I, in this situation, took any other road but the loyal road, even though loyalty wasn't being shown to me, then what kind of an example would I be? That's true. No, that's true. And that's, that's the way I look at it. I wish the best for absolutely every one of those guys. I wish the best for each one on tour. I wish the best for anybody who's been affected in this whole nonsense of rumors and lies. And at the end of the day, Guerrilla Nation will continue to be Guerrilla Nation and we will continue to do what we do. And if anybody has a problem with it, I guess we'll see you on the other side. Yes, sir. I mean, that's we're gonna we're gonna keep fighting because no, we're, you know one thing that I, I can't stand. So I built I built many teams, you know, and you see some of my teams crumble for sure. And if my when my teams crumble, fuck. But um, I've always seen that there's always that person who has ulterior motives and extra ambitions. That's in anything. And that's in anything. Anything. But here's the thing. That's the reason why my circle got so fucking small. Yes. That now, I don't care what people say, what people got going on. I still care. See, that's my problem. You're always going to care. You're always going to care. But here's the thing. If they're not making money with me, fuck them. Well, that's, you know, here's the thing. Okay. I will say yes to that. But I was taught a very old school way of business. And it's not generally known in younger you know, generations or people, okay? My grandfather taught me that you show a man what you're worth before you tell him what you're worth, right? 100%. And so that's both screwed me and come out to my benefit in my life, right? Yeah. Here lately, it's been screwing the shit out of me, yeah. right? So I'll come into a situation and say, I'll, I'll work this for free. I'll bring my team in and eat the cost. But let me just show you what we can do for you, right? Now, I don't own a security company. Let's be very clear about that. I own an entertainment company who happens to have access to bodyguards, yes. right? And so that's that's what we do. It is a networking situation. There's a little bit of money for them and a little bit of money for me and a little bit of money for the next person. And that's how you build networks. And that's what Guerrilla Nation is. It is a network. We're gonna, like I said, you can't stop something that was brought here to be by, by my higher power, which is God. You call him what you want to. I know that he's got my back. And if everybody else has my front, then we're still gonna beat you. You know what I'm saying? That's just no, facts. That's, good. that's facts. Hell yeah, I just realized that there is one tequila yeah. on my table. Well, of course it is. It's the only tequila that matters. Yeah, Terramana. Shout out The Rock. Shout out The Rock. Listen, while you're saying that, I just want to give one of, my, one of the people that I look up to, and I've talked to you about this gentleman, and I want him to come on your show. Uh, Mikey, I hope you don't mind me talking about you, but Mikey White. That man is is an inspiration, and he just says something. He says, sidestep the bullshit, embrace the inspiration of wisdom, okay? Nice. And he literally will send me these inspirational, personal-type messages anytime he sees that I'm having a rough time. And he's good, good friends with the, with the family in Nashville and everybody involved in that. 
And uh, if he doesn't want me to mention his name, I'm sure we can edit yeah, this out. But it is a shout out that's deserved. And I want him to get up here and sit down with you because his story is epic. Yeah. Epic. Oh, dude, he's always welcome. I so, mean, anybody you put on, obviously. Yeah, and you when you meet who he is, you'll know, you'll know once you see him and meet him. He's just an incredible human being now that's gone from everything you can imagine doing wrong to serving his time to coming out with a new bright light. How do you do that many years, and I'm not putting his business out there, but for a man to do that many years and come out with a soul left to him. Yes. You know what I mean? He said, no oh, worries, 100%. tell the truth. Like, he, he just, he literally came out. Now, don't think you're gonna double cross him, because the man's. Oh, yeah. Right? But, yeah, you gotta- But, a lot, of, uh, but a, lot, a lot of people's mind fall off after so many times. You, you would think, you yeah, know, you're right. No, it does. Yeah, you're I've right. seen them fall off. I've seen people lose their fucking mind in that box. Right. I mean, think about it. Okay, so, they actually did a study, I think it was in Colorado, the warden of the penitentiary. Right. Um, they had people on uh, solitary confinement for 10 years. I mean, you know, Riverbend. Riverbend right. will put you on solitary confinement for the rest of your life. Yeah. You know, they and will. They will. Flat out, you know, um, until you die. Uh, a lot of places, uh, death row is like that. Uh, you never come in contact with another person until you die yeah. with death row. Well, I mean, like a lot of places, but um, this warden in Colorado, he went and stayed the night in solitary confinement, 24 hours. So he went in there for just a solid 24 hours. He came out and rechanged the whole fucking thing. Cause did you lose your mind? It's not a, it, I've sat in there with the, with the Selly who did 15 years on maps. And I'm yep. sitting in there and we're just, and I'm just, you know, doing whatever I'm doing in the cell. And I hear him talking and then he's responding and talking and responding and talking and responding and talking and responding. And dude's been gone 25 years. And I'm just sitting here listening, right? And I'm just watching him, and he's having a full conversation with himself. And I'm talking, responding the whole night. And I was like, hey, you know, what's up? And he was like, yeah, man, you feel that too, though? And like, I was a part of his conversation with this third person of himself. But it was on it. And, and, and that's the thing. And, there's no drugs there. No, his not on solitary. Is, his mind is thrown off from being on fucking max for that no, that's long. What, uh, that's Mikey was just saying. He said uh, he was on Riverbend ten years. Yeah. I mean that's that's I just you know it, it's one of these things, man. And and it, maybe it's more in my face now than it ever was before because I had to deal with it myself. But the way that the legal system is set up is to make you fail. It is not here to make you better. And the guys that come out better is because they made the fucking choice. That when money they, and people being locked up. Right. But there they made that choice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If it wasn't, you wouldn't, have, yeah. you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have, what is it, Correction Corporation of America We wouldn't or have whatever. a show. Private industries. We yeah. wouldn't have a show right. if it wasn't a thing. Absolutely. Because nobody fucking, I do not condone criminals. No. I do not condone people that break the law. No, well, absolutely. I mean, well, I law, but it, it depends. Time, it depends on what the law is. I yeah, think some laws I mean, are I mean, stupid. Like, I mean, real laws. I mean, man laws. I think if we follow God's laws, if you we know, follow God's laws, laws then you're going to be good anyway. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Keep like, morally I, correct. I'm not trying to go fuck my neighbor's wife or go kill somebody maliciously. Wait a second. Hold on. My neighbor's wife's pretty hard. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, guys. I'm well, joking. Except I'm, for joking. This guy. I'm joking. But yes, you're right. That's that's it. You you don't you're not gonna do that, man. And it's like the golden rule. Do unto others as you want done unto you. And it's you real simple. And you know, me and Tim, we keep the peace. So a lot of time we do our own thing. We have our own lane and we have our own things going on. We don't step on nobody's feet. If any person that crosses my path, 
I show them nothing but love and respect that they are due because they are a fucking human being. And that's what I do to every person. I show nothing but positivity and love and open arm. But I try to be as humane as possible. And in this judicial system and in this type of world that we live in, mm -hmm. like the the level, I mean, we're, we're, we're branching up. So we're going up to the next level. But the level that we're on or we're on, then the level that we were on, we're trying to get up out of that. So we try to bring people with us. And then, you know, we're like crying at the bottom of a bucket when you're sitting in that cell. And when you're sitting in that courthouse. I mean, the reason why they put you in those clothes when you walk up and get your mug shot is to make you look like a fuck. Like a criminal, a yeah. A real criminal. I mean, you see the shackles. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, a motherfucker going in there for domestic violence can be shackled up like this with a fucking orange thing, and they push it off three months with no haircuts, so your shit's all thrown out of whack. Yeah, and, you, and you know what I'm saying? But that's how they, they paint that picture. Yep. Um, I have a buddy right now, and uh, he's going to trial. And he's like, bro, can you, you got to holler at these attorneys for me? Da -da 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 -da. I'm like, I got you, but here's the thing. And, and this is the shittiest thing for me to say to somebody because I know he's not guilty. I know he did not do what he did, but here's the thing. He's got a rap sheet from hell. Right. He's already done like 19 years total on fucking... He's got a life sentence in installments. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, Pretty much. He's done a four, then a five, then a four, then a three. And and because of his rap sheet and because of he's just been in jail fighting this charge for two years, they're going to paint that picture. So I'm telling him, I'm like, dude, you need to find a deal, pay the money, and take that deal. Take the deal. Because it doesn't matter if you're guilty or not. They are going to deer flip you and paint that picture to make you guilty. Absolutely. You know, and that's just part of the system. Because it's not, I mean, that's why you have the prosecutor. And that's the reason why you have the defendant. Because it's a defendant. They are defending their life. Well, what's funny to me is, time. what's funny to me is when the defense attorney turns into the DA. And you, you know what I'm saying? When you're, the, when you're the biggest drug defensive attorney in the entire county. Right? Yeah. And you've represented everybody who has money, and then you turn into the DA? Wow. The fuck? Yeah, yeah, what did you expect? That's how it goes, though. That is the promotional ladder. You're right. If you can, if you can beat me in a chess match, I'll let you be on my team. And if you can get someone off of a case that they was caught red-handed, then you know you can lock up a whole lot of people. That is the that thing. Is, damn. That's the truth. I, I, you know what? You know, have you ever seen somebody say something and you just like, that was one of the things right there. That that was a real. That statement. is the reason why he's silent. He <laughs> only says <laughs> when he talks, he blows minds. He, he just did. He just did. Hey, he listen. I host the show and I like do all the talking, and he gets more accreditation than I get. People are like, damn, dude, hell yeah, Tim Dawson. Hey, and man, I'm like, but what about my segment? That is the ad libs. <laughs> He's, he's the king of the ad libs. Yeah. Just hey, comes I'm just humble to be on the show, man. Thank you very much. Hey, shout out this freaking podcast. I don't, shout even, out I don't even know why I'm on this podcast. Hey, I'm just going to be like, honest with you. No, I actually begged him for six years. I was like, look, I'm starting a podcast in 2021. <laughs> he's like, dude, I don't even know you get off my MySpace. Get off my MySpace. <laughs> and for most people, they know me as Gorilla now. Uh, so for all the haters, yeah, it's me. I know y'all. Y'all been trying to figure out my last name for a while and. Now everybody knows, and I don't really give a shit. I know, dude, because it's weird, because that's how I know yeah. him. You know? Everybody knows. You, but, but see, see all right, but here's the, here's, the, here's the Kelso that I know, right? He pulls up in the middle of fucking Florida with shorts on and a bulletproof vest and pops a truck with fucking choppers. And they're all legal. Everything's legit. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, check this out, check this out. And I'm like, holy shit, dude. Fuck. 
True story. How is the protection game? Well, for me, I'm a felon now, so I can't carry anything. Uh, so I don't provide protection. I, or protection, I provide management. Would you, so. would you provide protection for uh, the rapper 6ix9ine? Yes. Oh, my, job, my job's not what he's done or what he's known That's for. Right. It's, it's him. That check. It's that check. Yeah, it's that I check. Respect that. I respect that. It's that check. And here's the thing. Uh, everybody wants to say, oh, fuck that. Yeah, okay. Y'all know what these guys are making today? $120,000. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take that back. And, and we'll do it for two weeks and we'll end the contract for rest out with differences. And that's just what we're doing. Yeah, I'm not doing that shit for a year. Nah, see, I'm not <laughs> stupid. See, my numbers are 365, 24. You know what I'm saying? Nice. That's a lot of that's a lot of minutes and a lot of seconds I yeah. can get shot. Yeah. I'm going to mitigate, mitigate my, my hey, possibilities. I'm a dumbass. See, what I would do is I'd rack it up for a year, be best friends with them, and then be like, hey, look, 20 million, I'll let you knock them off right now. You know what I'm saying? No, Look, no, sir. Uh, open. No, <laughs> no, sir. I do not condone any of that at all. I'm like, that was the first time I had. <laughs> that was the first time I had creek water. I don't know. I blacked out and passed out. I don't know what happened. They went in there and pop smoked his ass. I don't know. <laughs> That's uh, fact. That too soon? No, I, no. I mean, but, it's, it's, <laughs> but listen, y'all want to say too soon, but it's real. Yeah, no, it's, it's real. real. And that One is the three. thing. Um, the biggest thing, you know, uh, Boston. Yes, good Fucking dude. Fucking Bryce Hardy, great dude. Fucking, these venues don't want to pay. I mean, look, if you got protection, look, I mean, Migo, uh, Moneybag Yo, mm -hmm. and these people, if you got that bread, I'm paying for that protection. I ain't going to be Pop Smoke Lil Vaughn. I ain't going to be these dudes because here's the thing. You got a fucking target on your back when you got a half a mil on your neck. You know what I'm saying? Facts. I know motherfuckers right now that knock you off for five grand. Less so than if that. you pull up at the fucking gas station with three hundred thousand dollars on your neck, I know what's up. I mean, I know people that are going like that and don't give two fucks about the penitentiary. You know. Well, here's here's the thing, and 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 we're gonna talk about Boston for a second. Mad respect. What I do and what Boston does is not even in the same category. Boston is well superior. And well, much more trained than, than I am at running the business. He's the person who trained me a lot of the things I know. I give Boston 100% hands down love. Sometimes I want to kick him in his forehead, but I, you know what I'm saying? Because we, we butt heads. We do, we butt heads. Yeah. But I think at the end of the day, I respect that guy. And if anybody needs protection, you go talk to Boston. I mean, yeah, that's, well, that's no, tough, tough, tough protection. protection. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's, that's but if, if you need something that's that serious, and I mean serious, serious, I would push you to Boston anyway. You better, you better yeah. be able to bring that back because you don't need nothing. Right now, Boston's actually going to come on the show. Is he? I already talked to him. That's awesome. He's come on the show. Yeah, right you better now. have that bag for Boston. I'm not playing. Oh, I already And know. it's worth every penny of it. Oh, that yeah. you can see the kind of security that Gucci Mane had at the Versus. Yeah. It was I do with the rifles and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. Starting to, it's starting to be like that some places. Yeah. But you look at uh, Big Country. You know Big Country? Big Country, uh, come, I, see, he I'm does. I'm penitentiary. I think Big Country, I'm thinking the leader of the Viceroy. Okay, see, no, we're not going I, there. I, see, I, see, you want to have to do you want to run up that line. You're mixing too many now. Um, no, Big Country is does um, a Crunchy Blacks, Three Six Mafias, mm -hmm. Protection, you know, big big black guy, yeah, real yeah, slow. Yeah. Okay, so he's another one. Y'all want somebody that's, that's ready to fuck around and find out? That dude right there is like Superman. I've seen him do things. But here's the thing. Have y'all seen Boston's thing on World Star? Y'all see when he was on World Star like five years ago, four years ago, where he dude jumped up on stage and tried to get to Jelly. Jelly pushes back. Here comes Boston from backstage, tackles dude, sends him off the, to the fucking stage. World Star called him the smallest, uh, the smallest bodyguard, the world's smallest bodyguard. Hell yeah! Y'all hey, gotta check that hey, out. Boston's that motherfucker though. So I mean, he's he, all right. He, I mean, he, no, I'm just kidding. 
Like I said, I love that. So too. look, man, um, in the protection game, what is like the hardest venture? Like, what what is the hardest thing that you have to go through in in a show? Like, differentiating not, yourself from who you are and what you're doing. Like, what do you mean? Because everybody likes celebrities, right? Yeah. So there's a there's a thrill to a certain extent when you're between them and that celebrity. Yeah. Right. So you can you can tend to get ahead about you. You can you can get a you know a, a falsehood about yourself. But if you're talking about physically, um, man, it really comes down to split-second decisions on you handle things. And this goes back to when I was out on the road with Boston. That's somebody who knows how to swift, real quick, make a decision, yeah. and you follow them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's kind of how I learned to run, run, you know, different teams and things from then. And um, it's 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 huge on identifying a threat. Well, yeah, because listen, any so say you're a police officer, right? You're looking for certain things. People see you in this uniform. They, to a certain extent, respect you in that uniform, right? You're not just going to pull out. Or they out. fucking hate you. Well, you're, not, you're not just going to pull a gun or a knife out in front of a cop. That's just not going to happen most times, right? But you're in a small-end venue. I mean, we've been in situations where people got into the venue with firearms. You know, it happened out on, a, and I'm not using any artist's name out of respect for them, but it happened on a big tour we were on. Yeah. And Boston was was there when that happened too, and it got, you know, it got really, really uh, uh, interesting for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So, and this goes on to, to people saying, well, why do people need bodyguards? Like, there's some people right now that, that people have, oh, why do they have a bodyguard? People don't want to always watch their back. And crazy fans are crazy fans. Uh, Dimebag. Yeah, that's I, I tell people about Dimebag Girl all the time. That yeah. is, and it happens in a club that these guys perform in or used yeah. to. It's closed down now. Yeah. I think. I can only imagine how aware you have to be when you're actually scanning a whole crowd yeah. for whatever threats there. No one stops be. and thinks about that. Yeah. Well, all right, that's now crazy. here's my question though. When I say identifying a threat, so you're sitting here watching, right? But what about the dude that's really going to pull that trigger? I don't mean somebody rushing the stage. I don't mean somebody trying to when you hand no bottle. I mean the motherfucker sitting in the back sweating that you don't pay attention to. No, you do. You do pay attention to them. That's the thing. Like that's that's our job. Yeah. The house security is not going to pay attention to him, right? Yeah. But even from the stage, I need to be able to see to the back of my venue because that's where your people are going to stage at. If someone's going to stage some type of incident, you're going to see them come through those back doors. But it's your dark. Side doors. It's dark a lot. It's dark, but then you notice a lot of us wear sunglasses on stage. People laugh at me. Why do you wear sunglasses on stage? So I can see. Yeah. You know how bright them days? It's not yeah. to look cool, although, listen, these fire, these are fire. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it, it, I like the reflective glasses where you can't see where I'm looking. Yeah. And I'm able to see into the crowd. That's right. The one place I hate to be and people think it's the greatest place is on stage. I well, hate you'd rather it. be in the back? I'd, I'd rather be up top. Okay. You know what I mean? Or I would like to be side stage. You know, I want to be able to get to my client fast and in a hurry. But on the same time, for me, it's different now because, you know, this is me teaching people how to do it. You know what I mean? I can't necessarily do that myself anymore. Hopefully regulations can change. Yeah. You know what I mean? And in the situation, I may take the risk of whatever the consequences are to protect the client. You know what I mean? But as, as for my, my position, it's to manage these guys and teach these guys how to do it. You know, the laws are screwy. Uh, we're lucky enough to fall under some generalized, you know, legislative, legislation. So look, man, what's next? I know that you got a, some other things that we were talking about. What, what's next on your list? What's well, next on your agenda? I think being back out on the road uh, in a different capacity yeah. is definitely something that's coming up. I think everybody needs to keep their ears and their eyes open for that. Um, I think maybe a little bit of music. We've been talking a little bit back and forth. I think I might do a do one or two songs for you guys. 
uh, and we'll see how it goes. Dude, you know I'm I mean? all game. So, uh, and, and the way I'm going to do it is like always, I will not write anything. I will freestyle everything. It'll happen straight from the, right from the top of the head. Man, it was motherfucking amazing having you out here, bro. This shit was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I had a great time, guys. Y'all, y'all, uh, y'all are great. And y'all can follow me on TikTok, official Grilla Nation or unofficial Grilla Nation. And then you can find me on uh, Instagram as well as the official Grilla Nation. Yes, sir. Hey, punk the man up do that music, man. That's hey, live and direct. You, I'm telling you, you need to get up on it. Thank you. We'll see what we can do. We'll, we'll, we'll come up with something. Hey, love, man. I can't wait to have you come back up here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you, guys. Y'all are great.